You're right there. Uh, Morning. How are you, man? Hey, not too bad from the last time I saw you. I've had more sleep this time. Oh, so. good. Yeah, you, you yeah. <clears throat> I didn't uh, get much sleep on the uh, overnight express from Pawtucket the last <laughs> time, so. Uh, sorry, I'm just writing down a note to myself there. Well, um, I, you, to, I mean, it's been so long since we've seen each other. Yeah. I know you've been... Uh, you know, probably to uh, to uh, Paris a couple of times in the interim, or yeah, I actually uh, <laughs> Elon Musk and I've been you know oh really he, yeah. yeah between him and Warren Buffett they keep me busy all the time they, they you know text they're, they're you constantly don't text they? me call yeah, me you know yeah, yeah ask me all sorts of important questions that I can't answer because <laughs> most of them are probably way over my head. Well, um, you know, I'm sure he wants to know your take on, on the whole Twitter thing. So you're the one who told him to go ahead and buy it, right? Well, or, actually, he did. He opened his he opened his mouth and then tried to back out and got threatened with a lawsuit to buy it. So he ended up having to liquidate some of his uh, Tesla stock and... Uh, Ponying up the pony up the money for funny it. we didn't hear anything about oh that. No, well it was you heard it on the business channels you didn't hear it anywhere else okay you know? yeah i don't imagine that uh, msnbc nor fox either one were covering that but uh yes he uh he liquidated some stuff and uh, he's uh uh, I'm sure he's not in danger of going bankrupt anytime really quickly. Although, did you see the house he 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 lives in? He's he's got a, he's building these smaller houses, not tiny houses, but a little bit bigger, very energy efficient. You know, like a almost like a uh, zero footprint house. That's oh. what he's living. In. It's not very big. It's probably not any bigger than the station is. Well, I like that. You know, I mean, it's he just doesn't. Uh, uh, he said, I'm not there that much, you know, as I need a bed, refrigerator, you know. Yeah. Bathroom, I guess. So. I wonder what his office looks like. <clears throat> he's probably got several. Uh, it depends what he's, it depends. He's got a SpaceX office and then he's got his Tesla office. I'm sure he does. That would be the best way to, to, to uh, keep everything in line. Well, how many years have I been telling you that? He is one failed lab experiment away from being Dr. Octopus, a supervillain. He's just one, one, one slight step away. He and Bezos both. They're going to be, yeah, you're going to find out. We're going to well, need Spider-Man. No, James Bond's <laughs> coming out, and he'll take care of him. You know, Bond, James Bond. Oh, I don't know. I, I just, hey, there are some people. He's, he's already money. whipped some superheroes in the last 50 years or so. Who's that? James Bond. Who? 
Well, Doctor No to start with. Well, it's well, not a superhero. Or not superhero, but supervillains. Super super okay, I mean. yeah, Doctor yeah, I'm no. not yeah. quite awake yet. So I we're would all right. put I would put Doctor No in that category. I definitely would put Doctor. And he no was in a that card category. cheater too. You know yeah. that. He cheated at cards. That was his undoing. It was. He met bad Leroy Brown, and that was um, the end of it. You know what Gomer Powell used to say, <laughs> cheaters never prosper. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Hey, uh, I assume you were catching the uh, uh, sports scene over the last few days. A little bit. Not as much as you might think. I Yeah. I caught part of, uh, I caught part of Notre Dame uh, Saturday. They played well. Their defense played exceptionally well. They played well. Yeah, uh, they did. I mean, they they that was, I don't want to say the perfect game, but they played well. You know, once again, uh, honestly, I didn't, I didn't, go, I didn't, virtu- I didn't have the, the the pilot gets passes to cover them. You know, yeah, that, because you've done that yeah. before. Well, I've and, never done the football before, but I've done others. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, so my week wasn't this week. I share them with Ron because he loves to go up too, and he takes his. Yeah, we both take our wives because they're both photographers. Yeah, I so get it. they shoot the and you know we it's something. I don't know about them, but it's something Maggie does and she I get, do does together. She get a field pass as a photographer. Oh yeah, so yeah, there are field passes there that are, actually are there are now. Back in the old days when I was covering them with Lou Holtz, I could stand on the sideline. Yeah, I didn't have to be in the well. Well, half is half Charlie Weiss ha- stopped ha- that. Lou Holtz's uh, uh, nephews and hell, they were all standing. Oh, yeah. They were all on the sideline because oh, yeah. you know they all, you know, well, his I, sister and everybody, you know, back in the day. So one of their ushers worked for me as a stringer. Oh, really? Uh, he was a football guy, yeah. football coach, and everything else. And and uh, he was one of their ushers. And you know, I took him one time just because he did so much good work yeah. for us. We we went together one time and. Uh, he showed me the best place to stand in the old days it was by the flagpole. He says, you got to stand by. And he's right. Really? That was, that's the best place to watch the game. He was 100% right. Wow. But he was an usher there for however yeah. long, so he knew. But um, I didn't have the tickets. I watched the game on TV. I've said from the beginning that defense is legitimate. Yeah. It, it has been. They even have a secondary. <laughs> They've never had that before. And... Uh, well, I haven't had it in a long time. Yeah, and and the offense is going to be what it's going to be because their coordinator is who he is. But yeah. at least he's figured something out. Run the football. Well, that you know, honestly, they kind of played bare football. They ran the football down their throats, and played defense, controlled the line of scrimmage yeah. most of the time, and played good defense. And that's that is bare football, too. right? <laughs> but they're not going to win a national championship until they get a quarterback. Ain't going to happen. Yeah. That's the that's the position that stirs everything, and when you have that guy, the sky's they haven't, the had one, they haven't really had one for a long time. Well, Brady Quinn was the last one. I mean, he was he's obviously a bust in the pros, but yeah. that's what I mean. You, college quarterbacks are different. Yeah, and he was a great college quarterback, but that's the last one yeah. they've had. Well, I mean, Brian Kelly drove the rest of them away by the way he treats people. There was nobody, no quarterback wanted to go to Notre Dame for the last 10, 15 years. I, uh, I noticed that uh, I haven't heard anything good said about Kelly since he left. 
from anybody. You know, it's, it was basically. I said it go. while he was here. My, I di- divorced myself from him and caring about that program when that kid died. Oh, yeah. And then all he did was point his fingers at about 20 yeah. other people. And I hey, know, the butt stops with him. And I know, that, you know, oh, yeah, well, I didn't yeah. order it. Well, yeah, you did. Yeah. And you didn't stop it. Yeah. That was the job that somebody had to do, and you didn't say, look, it's there's 200-mile-an-hour winds here. Let's not put it. And the other question was, and I even heard it from the assistant coaches that time, why were we outside anyway? We weren't going to accomplish anything yeah. in that weather. It wasn't. And it's not like they don't have an indoor, indoor faci- facility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a gorgeous, yeah. and their second gorgeous indoor facility. They still yeah. have the first one. Yeah. So they got two options. Isn't it the first one that soccer using that one now. I have no idea who's using it, but they didn't tear it down. So they got two of those yeah. giant. I mean, you know. Well, they don't have to worry about paying property taxes on any of that stuff. <laughs> I know. know they own everything you know, yeah, all the way well, to the line. Well, and it's all. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, it's you know. Catholic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I I not thought, Catholic, uh, nonprofit. Yeah, well, you know, because it's of the religious church. of the religious because stuff, of the yeah. church, but it can be a Baptist too in the same. Oh yeah, scenario, same so, exactly yeah. thing, exact thing. But yeah. I I thought I thought they finally figured out something on offense. Um, so that makes me feel. But they're once again they're not gonna. They may have a great season to the end, but they're not going to win anything no. significant again without that quarterback. No. Because everybody else has it. And yeah. this guy has impressed me. I mean, he really has. Yeah. And I know everybody says, well, he looks like a deer in the headlight on the sideline. I don't think that. I no, he's focused. Him, he's just focused. But I, I see him and I see some of the things. He's, and I get the feeling he's, yeah. There's I I don't see that I well, see that as you know hopefully he you know they're they're good and he can stay around for a long time and, I do too you know he's once again he says all the right things well the uh, the uh, if you get people only staying a couple years or so you get that reputation after a while and you turn off people that might want to go there I don't care if it's Notre Dame or anywhere well anywhere yeah. you know you do not want to get that reputation. But he seems like the kind of a guy who can motivate people. and He's not that much older than the kids he's coaching, first of all. No. And honestly, I had my questions last year when he was defensive coordinator. Of, I don't know. He got into things where he wouldn't change. And I'm thinking about that uh, that uh, opening game when they're ahead by 30. And then he go, he switches to a three-man front and then just doesn't. They've been destroying him with four, and he goes to that three, obviously to protect the lead, and then just never – he wouldn't change. He wouldn't change. You know, and sometimes, you know, you get that lead and you want to try something just to see what it looks like. Right, but you quit at some point. Yeah, I – no, yeah, yeah. (laughs) When it's not working, you say, let's Uh, No, no, I I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, I assumed you – did you catch any of the World Series? Oh, no, I didn't watch a pitch. I saw the seventh inning on of the no-hitter. I turned it over just to see what the score was okay. because, simply because, we talked about Mattress Mac, and I thought, well, I wonder how how, how Mac's uh, how Max got going He did here. okay. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, he did okay. Yeah. 
10 million for uh, at least set, well he, he bet 10 million and he won I think they said 75 is what it came down oh, yeah, to yeah I'm sure you know I'm sure there's a lot of happy people in Texas that <laughs> now have free furniture <laughs> free furniture so I doubt there's a lot of people but there's a handful of folks who got their free furniture and they're happy but I, yeah a lot of people are happy yeah so. i didn't see any of it the, the no hitter though you know what i'm talking about as a pitching yeah, coach yeah. do you have any idea how many of those you'd see if they did manage it the way he did because i'm not saying what i'm saying is i'm upset that he took him out but only because he's an old-time baseball guy and you know give him a chance to lose the no hitter yeah and then, and then if you, take him out. Then take him out or watch him, and if that changes the way he's pitching, then you take a him lot out. Of, a, lot of, uh, a lot of times somebody's cruising along and nobody's touching him. Right. And then they get that gets, first hit yeah. or that bloop yeah. or somebody makes an error and the roof caves in. Real quick. And I a lot be- of times. believe solidly in the new thinking that once you start the third time through, change. Because I've seen it happen a hundred times at Ancilla. We'd be ahead. Yeah. And as soon as we got to that third time through. If you if you have command <laughs> of enough pitches, you can go past that. Oh yeah. You know, but how many pitchers seriously have, have come in of let's say probably four maybe five pitches yeah, i'm or, thinking you can get by with three if you got a really you, good change up it that will help but you need to give them okay fine then throw the pitch at a different angle just to, yeah. all you're doing is showing it to them right you're not you're not trying to prove anything with it you're just Telling them that this is here, so it gives them one more thing to it, look for. It's funny that you say that because I used that as an analogy for a football game yesterday. And I can't remember who it was. It was somebody who had this high-powered throwing offense, so they kept running in the middle. Oh, it was uh, Kansas City last night. They just kept running that that midline thing right right up the middle, and and my son's like, "Why do you do that when you?" I said, because it's like, I said, the only way I can explain it to you, you may not have a curveball today, but you still got to show them that you'll try it. Yeah, and it may be off the plate or way off the plate, but they've seen that the motion that of the ball it. and their eyes got a different look yeah. at something else. Yes. I, and it's, I, you got to yeah. show it, even, yeah. but you show it when you're ahead in the counter. That's what they were doing. Yeah. They had second down or whatever, and they were, and it never worked. Or very, but you got to keep saying, yeah, we will do this. And I mean, they may stop it, but now they got to make sure they don't forget we will do this. And that's the same thing with a pitcher. You can't let a hitter forget, hey, I will throw this. Well, okay, just, let's just use probability. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know where I'm going with this yeah, one, you I know. Uh, you sit there and you start, well, you know, you chart pitchers, but what's your tendencies? Exactly. They, are they all yeah. pitchers and catchers all fall into uh, uh, redundancy after a while? I always used to like to see if a pitcher needed to throw a strike, the count yeah. dictated what are they throwing and where's it at? Right, because that tells me a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah, it does. I, I and, agree. With and you on that. and when, even when I played, I tried to stay away from that as much as possible. You got to make them think. Yeah, that's the bottom line. You got to make a hitter think. And yeah. when you get to that point, you got you you're going to get hitting it. is more than just uh, twenty ten eyesight and very quick hands. Uh, I've seen average hitters that that uh, I won't use the word chart, but they they look for things, they right. see it, and if you know or you're ninety nine percent sure this person's not going to throw this pitch in this situation. Or if the ball comes in at this level, this is the only pitch he can throw at that level. You know, it makes it a whole lot easier to hit the ball. Yeah, and because there are less possibilities. Yeah, and I, I got, and that's s- and that's math thrown into baseball and, or softball or a lot of things. But you know, you don't hear of that used very often. I want a game that way. In well, high school. a but, big but, game. But but you un- you understand what I'm talking about, yeah, you know? Exactly. You do not. Do you ever sit there and listen to coaches talk? Did, is that ever mentioned? Never. Well, we Man. we charted this guy, and you know, and we know, you know, See, it's like sitting down at a poker table knowing somebody's tell. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's the same same concept. Well, I just remember the I used to uh, have our backup catcher chart pitches for the other pitcher. Yeah, I I wanted yeah. to chart mine no. because I wanted no. to know what was going on, and I yeah. did that myself. Yeah. But I had our, our backup catcher chart pitches, yeah. and I remember one time uh, uh, he comes up to me, and it, it was a big game. We're down two to one in the seventh, yeah. and their pitcher is he ended up a Division One pitcher, could have yeah. been pro. Yeah. I mean, he was stud city, and he had blown us away all day long. Yeah. This kid comes up to me, and he says, look, coach, he says, he's thrown a first-pitch fastball to everybody in this game except yeah. for this guy and this guy. Yeah. And that guy and that guy got on base. And I told the next guy coming up with two outs, I told him, I said, he just told me he's throwing a first-pitch fastball to everybody in this game except those two guys in front of you. Yeah. And he looks at me and says, well, I guess I'll hit it as hard as I can. Boom. Home run. We win the game. Yeah. So, you know, once again, you're right. That And the funny thing is, that guy, I hope I made him understand how important. He won that game for us by keeping that chart. The backup catcher. He won that yeah, game for us. I, I get and, that. No, no, you I, know, guys. Everybody, gotta, everybody in everybody that bench has, has a, job. a job. Yes, and a spot. Yes, and I've had to give that speech uh, <laughs> uh, a lot over the years. Yeah, I still do not have them uh, uh, by the third batter coming back and telling the rest of the team everything. By the first three batters, a lot of times by the first one. You know, you're going to see, you're going to come, they should be right. coming back, tell them, hey, this guy's got this or this, you know, over here. And from the pitching aspect, uh, I want two out of the first three pitches to be strikes to every batter that comes up there. I don't care what order, but I want to, I want you pitching from, unless that person just is at like a 900 hitter, and then we'll just pitch around them and see if they'll fish for something. I had to send you the sheet I have. That well, wouldn't matter for you. It's yeah. baseball. But it was a breakdown statistically of the batting average of the hitter based on the count. 
Oh, I've seen, I've oh seen, I've God. seen those. Yeah. I have no idea. You I've get that those. first strike, yeah. batting average goes down to one thirty. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, know. You're, I, you're, I understand. <laughs> Because you're pitching from you're pitching from strength, and everybody says, "Well, it's cliche. Get ahead of the hitter. Get it." No, it's, it's not, not cliche. That's exactly no. how you do it. That's like uh, I, you know, I use the term "pitch a decision," and uh, my pitch a decision better be on two and two, and not three and two. Oh yeah, because yeah. They, that yeah. gives them a mistake pitch. Oh yeah, you know, I always and, said and still not lose them. Two and two had to be best pitch. Yeah, exactly. Two and two, had, you know, that's what I'd yell out to him. Best yeah. pitch on this one. Whatever is your yeah. best pitch today, throw it. And yeah. they oh, yeah. knew I, that. I get, we're probably two, bored. Two. Are we boring everybody? Probably. probably. Um, I wanted to ask you, so the Bears game, what do you think of the interference call? I Definitely 100%. I did not see it because it 100%. was 100%. Oh, at the very end? Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought I did see a replay of it. I said, yeah. God, he was a whole No, No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. But, you know, and that's why they say, you know, they're talking about the, well, the guy should have caught the net. That guy would have been catching that in the end zone if they get the uh, the right call. Yeah. That play would have been for well, a touchdown when on I, first when I, down. When I see stuff like that, I wonder, wow, I wonder what the line was on that game. <laughs> when I see stuff like that, I realize that modern officials have no idea, number one, what a catch is. Number two, they have no idea what interference is. If you think about it, every blown call I've seen this year was interference. Every single one of them. You think back to New Orleans in the NFC Championship game. Once again, clearly. I mean, nobody knows what a catch is or what interference is, and it's just a crapshoot as to what you get. Well, I'm going to be a touch on the defensive side of this and say – you know, they're on the field. You don't exactly know how good an angle they have to see some of that right. stuff. You know, and if, it's if, tough. If, if, if the, the speed official, that if, this happens is yeah, tough. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I understand. But, I'm, you know, I'm not down there. And I, I know if you're blocked, maybe uh, the defender is between the official and the play and his back is right. to the official. You can't see through there. You don't have X-ray eyes. You can't. You know somebody else has got to help out then. But still, um, I would be. And let's face it. I mean, let's just be, let's just be real honest. Especially in the NFL, those guys are all old out there running around up and down the field. Older, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. But, but my point is this too, is that I. Am one of those people who wants replay in every sport banned. And if you saw any of the games this yeah. weekend, yeah. every bit of momentum was stopped. I don't I reviewing every. I, single I don't. Play. I'm not. I am not fond of the. Well, oh, I hate the, it. Get rid of it. What was the, the the last baseball game I saw? Somebody. Well, Philadelphia hit one. It was Philadelphia hit one, and the guy tried to make a double out of it and slid in, and it really looked like he was there. Oh, yeah. But there was a swipe tag across the bag. Yep. And you could not see that angle of whether his hand was on the bag or not. I know the swipe tag took one of his fingers, probably broke that. It wouldn't surprise me. But you can't tell if. But, okay, here's the difference. And, and And he was behind it. 
So he, the official was, he really couldn't tell either what was for, because I mean, this was uh, just, oh yeah, so, so right. S- small of a, uh, of a I, I don't know. It just, uh, but here's the thing. Number one, if you've ever noticed when they will actually do the, I cannot believe how I would be willing to bet you in baseball. When, even when they review them, you realize these are plays that there's no way I'd see. Yeah. These guys are right, like 95%, per, even yeah. on the balls and strikes. Yeah. And you think, well, that was way outside. And they put that little box up there, and you find out, yeah, no, it wasn't. And, yeah. and you know, yeah. they're right all the time. The difference is in the NFL, they're wrong a yeah. lot. And the argument I get is, well, you want to get the play right on replay, don't you? You want to get it call right. No, I don't. I want the game to. F- I want the game to flow the way it was meant to flow. Yeah. I don't want to stop every play. That ruins everything. Yeah, I get it. And I, I, I'll take a bad call. Just let me keep playing. And and part of isn't part of athletics dealing with adversity. Isn't that something you're trying to teach? Yeah, you've probably been into a few of those fields where you, uh, uh, you were looking for the the lynch mob or. Uh, didn't know if you were going to get out of there alive a couple yeah. times. I'm sure yeah. you've been there. You know how it is. Everything's totally zoned in oh, yeah. against you. You know, you're the... But I and, I just... Uh, and somebody texted, yeah, it, it was a great game. And you're right. It was yeah. a great game. But uh, you come away with a win. I mean, that yeah. you got to come out with a win. And you didn't have a shot at it. I, uh, when my many younger, much younger days, uh, I spent a year playing up in Mishawaka. And uh, one of the guys that played up there was a guy named Wally Bernasco. Wally probably could have made the majors oh, as yeah, a catcher. Yeah, he yeah. was a tremendous ball yeah. player. Uh, greatest guy in the world off, off the field. You get between the white lines, man, he is. <laughs> He is a shark business-wise. And he used to get mad at the umpires, not because of the call that they made, because they didn't hustle to get into position to make oh, it. yeah, you're right. And I don't have a problem if they blow one as long as they've hustled to get into the position to call it. You know, and you know what I'm talking about. And, and you know, this is, this is probably 40 years better than almost 40 years ago or, or better that I learned a lot from when I played up there. That's why I went up for the one year and, uh, and played. But um, it's just, I understand exactly where he's coming from. You know, a, 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 base, a base umpire, how many close calls they get in a game? One or two, maybe. Maybe one or two. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, yeah. and the rest of them, I mean, you know, you a, a blind monkey can call. You but know. I'm talking about, you know, like very, very, very yeah. few times do I disagree once you yeah. see it. Yeah. I mean, in real time, I'm thinking, oh, he's he's yeah. screwing us. And then I look back at the replay, and it's, no, he was I mean, dead on. Yeah. I, you know, so, hey, I stand corrected. But yeah. I, his, his philosophy was, you know, they, they need to hustle. They need to get on top of stuff. And, you know, the funny part about it, and I've been all over the place in some of this stuff, but uh, 40 years later, it's just as relevant today as it was then. And I, and I, 
I, I, I don't even want to get into the parents on the stands. I don't even want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to go there either. So I don't mind going there. I don't, no, mind I don't even want. I don't it, mind. Know. I don't mind calling out idiots. I, I absolutely well, don't have any problem with it. I, I have. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I still, uh, I still remember uh, Mike Huppert telling me uh, he's the. And, softball yeah, and coach Bremen, at Bremen. Really good coach. Yeah, good, does a good got an outstanding program. Outstanding coach. And uh I was inquiring about dropping down on the high school level at that time and and he looked at me and he says, Are you nuts? Yeah. You know, do you know yeah. what the parents are like? Yeah. And I said, Well, yeah, yeah, you know. I said, Yeah, okay. I said and he said, You do realize that every parent's eight year old kid is a division one all American already. Yeah. And and, and I, get I, you know, right I hate to program. say that, you know, and the nice thing about the college level is you don't deal with the parents very much. No. At all. No. Because the parents aren't there. No. Um, and we're not saying we're trying to hide anything. We're saying no. the irrational discussions oh, yeah. you oh, have to God, have yes. are oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just. Um, they only see through their, what they see through their well, eyes. Well, and, and I've, I've known in several cases where what they were told by their child was almost Dip, 180 yeah. degrees different than I what actually I happened can't, i can't believe a child would do that you know would do that to their parents you know completely and, change the change the facts i didn't use the word lie change the facts and why did was it not approached from the point of what i used to approach it as i number one i never called but if, yeah. if one of my kids said something like that and i said well you know but if I was going to, if I had a learn problem, to li- learn to live with it. You my know? kids were good enough. They didn't have a whole lot of yeah. problems. But um, if there's a problem, I call the coach and say, hey, this is what my kid told me. Are they telling me the truth? Yeah. And if they aren't, they really, it really comes yeah. down on them. Yeah. And it should. Oh, I agree. And absolutely should. But what I'm saying is you actually, you give that guy yeah, a, chance a chance to talk. Yeah. You've only heard one side of this. Yeah. And believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, your children have a skewed vision just like you do. Well, it's, it's in the genetics, you know. Yeah, it could be. I See, that's the biggest difference I've seen in sports. Yeah. Never had a problem with a kid. Had endless problems with parents. In, endless. In, in, but in, in my day, I don't think the parents were as big an issue as it is now. Oh, no. I'm sure it was still around. There was still some around. But it was kept within the the, within the reason yeah. of, I got this opinion, I'm shooting my... It's yeah. like me and my dad both. We're like, yeah. you, got, you paid your admission. You can do all the yeah. talking you want. Yeah. Don't do it in my ear. Yeah. I don't want to hear you. I don't care. Yeah. You have the right to say anything you want yeah, to say, even to me. But I have the right not to care and realize that you're being irrational. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. It, it's a new. The difference is though. When I first started, all the way up to when I stopped coaching, yeah. none of the kids seemed to hear what they were hearing at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, your coaches, they'd, they'd come to practice. They were, you yeah, know, I, I get, never. You know. And now. Now they're buying into yeah. them. Oh, they're yeah. buying into what they're being told at home, and they're more than willing to be just like their parents. Yeah, totally irrational. And the only way I was able to deal with that was to say to the kid, "Who should you be playing in front of? Let's let's start this discussion knowing where you're at, putting them on I'm the spot at. to make that call. Yeah. We need to know. I yeah. before we can talk, I need to know how you see yourself. Now, who 
am I playing that you should be playing ahead of? And if they could say, Fred, I'm like, okay, well, you and Fred tomorrow, are gonna, we're going to put you head to head and we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm going to give you a chance. Yeah. I'm not, but and I got to know where you think you're at. And you have to uh, take advantage of your opportunities. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I'll it, give them an opportunity. Yeah, if you I, think you're yeah. better than that guy, okay, I'll put you out there this game. See what you do. Yeah, get it. And I get, I get it. Either fully. walk the talk or, yeah. you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. Ah, uh, no, that's not what I wanted. Oops. Uh, hang on. I hit the wrong button. Oops. I hit the wrong, and now it's not coming. I got it. You did hit the illegal button, didn't you? Um, let me make sure. Yes, I did. Oh, uh, let me. I need to do this first before we go to this call because this is our guest. We doing a song it. first. Nah, we got him on the line. Why don't we go ahead and do this? Yeah. Um, hang on. Let me. We have a guest. We do have a guest, and we have a guest. And it is. International, Gary, international guest? <laughs> international guest. Yes, it is. Uh, Gary Boyle. How are you, Gary? Hey, very good, Rusty. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, we wanted to get you on because we know a lot of people uh, like to know about astronomical events, and you're the person to ask. Uh, we got a toner. I can't talk. I'm sorry. Total lunar eclipse coming up, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. On the uh, fact, tomorrow morning, November the eighth, uh, the full beaver moon will move into the Earth's shadow, starting at well, the terrible hour of four o nine a.m. And uh, unfortunately, the moon, the moon will set all still while um, in eclipse phase. But this is a very safe event. All it is is the full moon moving into the Earth's shadow. It takes a few hours. That's when the moon turns a beautiful orangey color, and. Um, yeah, like I said, it's it's going to be it's going to end before uh, it's going to set before it ends. But uh, listeners living from Central Mountain and Pacific time zones will see the entire event. Wow! So, what's a beaver moon? Well, really, every full moon, according to the Al, um, Farmer's Almanac, has a name associated with it, such as the Harvest Moon, the Hunter's Moon that everyone really knows. But every moon has. Uh, the name given to it for pretty well what happening in, in that month, such as December, it'll be a cold moon. So you'll never get a cold moon in July or a strawberry moon in December sort of thing. So uh, every month uh, does have a name given to it. Uh, eclipses don't occur every month. You know, and if you think about it, the, they, the Earth crosses in front of the moon mm -hmm. uh, at least once a month. I mean, why don't we get a, 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 an eclipse every month? Yeah, good question. Well, uh, the moon actually, as it orbits around the Earth once every 29 and a half days, is really on a bit of an incline. So picture the sun, Earth, and behind the Earth you have this shadow in space, just like any shadow with sunset here on Earth. Well, sometimes the full moon is above that shadow, sometimes below the shadow, but when the geometry is correct, all three bodies are lined up, and then we move into the shadow, or the moon moves into our shadow. In fact, the shadow is three and a half moons in width, so it's a lot larger than, uh, than our natural satellite. So that's why it takes about three and a half hours to occur. 
again, for people on the West Coast, we'll, uh, we'll see the entire show. Now I got, this is funny because you just helped me. I just realized something. Uh, when the Earth goes in front of the, the sun, it still casts a shadow, and that's what people see. Like, I mean, if there was somebody on another planet, that's what they would see of the Earth was when that shadow happened, correct? Yeah, exactly, and that's what happens during a solar eclipse, which occurs two weeks before or two weeks after, and we had a partial solar eclipse a couple of weeks ago. When the moon moves in front of the sun, now it's blocking out the entire sun as seen from Earth. So, yeah, that's what other other civilizations would see, and that's how, really, we're finding exoplanets, which are planets around the star system, just by this small dot right. in front of the star. I, I I never thought of that until you mentioned that today. So I thank you for that. Uh, Gary, Gary, this is Fred Webster, and I'm Rusty's guest host today. Uh, Hi, Fred. I, uh, I spent my entire work life on the graveyard shift, <laughs> and I had a Uh-oh. wonderful south-facing door where I worked for almost the entire time. And I probably have seen parts of every lunar eclipse since about 1979 uh and uh i am going to i will be up to catch the partial one this time and it just just sits there it's just amazing as when you're just sitting there watching that and i wasn't the only one that would poke out and look at it and we had basically the whole crew did you know but that's uh, it that's it and i said we and we did and we did see one solar eclipse it was about it was about six o'clock in the morning, and of course, all of us were looking right at it. Oh, of course, time. yeah, running so, your eyes out, you know. So, uh oh, but uh, how, how, how many fingers am I holding up now? Uh, 12. <laughs> 12 because I, 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 I watched the X Files last night. Oh, really? Okay, that's sweet. Hey, well, I got a, yeah, got a, I got another question for you. I don't want Rusty's doing the interview, but I got another question. I'm a ham radio operator. Okay. And uh, uh, would you like to explain, if you get the opportunity, about uh, sporadic E and how that affects things as far as uh, for uh, and break it down enough so the average person listening here would uh, understand how the uh, particles in the atmosphere bounce the uh, radio waves off, if you can? Uh, no, I can't. Oh! It's <laughs> astronomy. Oh. I, 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 I'm mostly visual astronomy and, and okay. people. Oh, that would be but, f- uh, no. I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep that in mind and uh, brush up. I, I was I, I was I was gonna I was first of all I was I was gonna ask you. I, I, this is the first time I've talked to you. I always like to ask people what what, what is your background in this? Are you a, a PhD in astrophysics? Uh, uh, no. How did you get into this? No, I started when I was eight years old. I was back in 1965. And it was a book in the elementary school library entitled Stars. And just like in the movies, when, when the book glows and the angels sing, I, I, I just took to this book and opened it. And no. seeing a, uh, a drawing of, of the sun, well, back in 65, there were just drawings, really, yeah. of a yellow sun with the flames on this little dot in the middle of it. That was the Earth com, com, uh, compared Good to the person. sun. Yeah, I'm seeing, yeah. and, then, and then reading, you can fit 109 Earths in a row across the width of the sun and right from there i've never stopped for the last 57 years okay <laughs> so, so really it's uh strong is just a lifelong hobby passion that i've had never really had any formal training in it just uh, as 
as anyone out there listening, that their wow moment probably started with cars or sports or, yeah, yeah. or cooking or something like that and yeah. just continue this hobby slash... Uh, the, uh, the, uh, I, call it, I, I call it the bug bites you. You have a bug that bit you. Exactly, exactly. So it did in 65 and for the last 57 years, it never stopped. Yeah. Now I got a question for you because this is what I was thinking and then I, the, the promotional stuff you sent us, you, you mentioned the same thing. The fact that a lunar eclipse was considered a what a sign of evil or of something bad coming, and, and I remember hearing one time when well, I the was an, a, the animals used to go nuts when there was lunar, and they probably yeah. still do. I know that uh, I I heard a story back when I was a little boy, well not a little boy, but junior high age, about how people in in uh, Indonesia or Vietnam was what the question they were, that they would shoot at. The eclipse because they thought a giant frog was eating the moon. That was the tradition. Oh. I mean, you know, those exactly. kind those kind of things are everywhere, aren't they? That, yeah, and another civilization uh, they would see a jaguar again throw spears, yell at it. Well, of course, you know, the moon moves out of the shadow, and everything was was right. But yeah, that's why it's called the 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 the, the blood moon um, or something bad happening. But really, it's nothing to do with blood. But the orange or that brownish orange color is really due to the sunlight bouncing through or refracting through Earth's atmosphere. Just like we love the lovely sunsets where we see that orange sun on the yeah. very horizon. Yeah. Now that's being cast in the moon. So if you're on the moon during a total eclipse, looking back at the Earth, you're going to see this circle, our atmosphere. Imagine you'd be looking at every sunset on the left-hand side and every sunrise on the right-hand side at the exact same time. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, now you got me ready. I want to see catching, the next eclipse catching, on yeah, a moon. Catching, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I be uh, on the moon for the next one. Yeah, start collecting your nickels and dimes and quarters. <laughs> well, I, so, so, I'm so gonna, next one, gonna, yeah, so the next total, yeah, so next total one will occur in March of 2025. Okay. But in 2023... And 2024, we'll have partials where the moon will just catch the Earth sh uh, Earth's shadow. And next year, it'll only be about 20% covered, and mm. the year after, about 15% covered. So this would be the last time to see, see that beautiful orange color. Now, um, that you know that that happens because the Earth changes position, correct? Um, or is it the moon changes position? Which one, which one of them is changing position to make it just partial instead of full? Uh, it's, it's the moon going going around. Sometimes it, it catches the, the, the oh, full okay. width of the shadow, which yeah. happening tomorrow. And other times it just nips. And, and same as the sun, we get a total uh, solar eclipse. What happened a few a uh, couple of weeks ago was a partial yeah, um, sure. part of the sun was was covered. So uh, that's when it gets really dangerous to look at. Oh yeah, yeah. See that, Fred? Dangerous to look at. Well, I was and that's I, was, I was I was young. <laughs> yeah, that's why I see twelve fingers. I see. Two big horns and a long tail out your backside right now, too. So. <laughs> Thank you for I that. I told you I watch the X-Files. You know, yeah, so. good for that. That, too. Um, so when are we going to be able to see this again? Well, um... Depends. Well, we're it, we're it, in Eastern Time, so... Yes. So Eastern Time will be 4.09 a.m. on uh, t tomorrow morning, and... and Really, it, it ends as the moon is disappearing behind the western horizon. Is going, the moon will be coming out of the Earth's shadow, but not totally. That's okay. why people, Central, Mountain, and Pacific will see the entire A to Z uh, phases of the eclipse. 
So it'll well, it'll it'll fade them. it'll fade here about the time the sun starts to come up. Is that correct? Well, yeah, that and that's what a full moon is when yeah. the sun and the moon are exactly 180 degrees yeah. apart. So as the sun rises, the moon setting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's here's a little fun fact too about about setting suns. Um, when you have a, a a perfectly clear sky, when the sun is setting in the west, if you look right directly at the east, 180 degrees, you're going to see this dark band. Check it out next time. Yeah. That's, the, that's seen, your shadow. I've seen that. I I have I've I remember seeing that before. I've yeah, never so looked. Your shadow and yeah, and, and then the same thing in the morning. Um, just before the sun rises, look in the western sky, yeah. and as just before sun rises, the the shadow is yeah. going down. So you're really seeing the shadow of the earth. Yeah. Now I, I I you probably went over this before. I think you did. The the color of this one is going to be different than normal, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's that uh, coppery orange, brownish orange. Depends how much um, disbursements or how gunky the atmosphere is to allow mm -hmm. the sun. To filter through, if you have uh, too much uh, junk, let's put it let's put it that way, junk. As back <laughs> in the early nineties, the the, sun, the moon actually disappeared. I couldn't even find the moon, and I'm a seasoned observer. Right. So uh, from from time to time, it gets darker, sometimes lighter. So everyone is a, a little different in color, but uh, in, in, in brightness that is, but still is that orange, brownish, orange color. Uh, speaking of the sun, we've had uh, in the last few months. We've had a lot of activity with solar flares and and all that activity. Uh, uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Uh, how does yeah. can you can you explain a little bit of that to the people who are listening today? How what happens? What 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 goes on? You know, a little bit of background on some of that and how it affects things. Mm -hmm. Well, this is a huge ball of of plasma. And as I mentioned before, 109 Earths fit across, over 1.3 million to fit inside. Well, the sun is this ball of gas that is not rotating like, like a solid ball. The center portion of the sun is rotating once every 25 days, but the poles, the north and south, are moving about once every 36 days. So after a while, the internal magnetic fields begin to twist and bend. And what happens with an elastic band when it twists too much? Yeah the energy has to go somewhere. So the sun has an 11-year solar cycle, which we're moving up to solar max in July of 2025. And this is why we're seeing more of this releasing of material, these corona mass ejectors and solar flares. And there are about 20 flares, massive flares, um, per day. But depending on if, if you're looking down the barrel of, of a rifle, if it's coming right at you, then we're going to get northern lights. So yeah, the sun is getting more active than just a, a normal cycle that it goes through. I, I can step in and talk about, you know, that affects uh, GIS and communications. It can. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Well, we get a can. warning yes. from the, our yes, satellite. I'm sure. Course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. In fact, back in, in February of this year, Elon Musk sent up his Starlink and uh, 40 of 49 uh, re-entered. Yeah, oh, what happens yeah, he lost. Yeah, he lost them. Yeah, he lost them. A bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, about a half a million dollars each. So because what happens when you have tax a large aurora on Earth, the atmosphere actually balloons up. So yeah. instead of a, a satellite being above the atmosphere, now it's in the atmosphere. Oh, and man. these guys were on their way to a higher um, location, but they weren't up there yet, and they just got dragged down. So yeah, it, they they can damage uh, incapacitate some satellites for sure. 
It's kind of funny. We uh, I coached, helped coach women's softball at a small junior college west of town, and we were going on a trip somewhere, and I made a comment to the head coach. I said, well, do you have a Rand McNally roadmap with you because she's never gone to where we were going? Well, what mm-hmm. do I need that for? I've got my GI, you know, my GPS stuff. And yeah. I said, uh, there's the sun's got a lot of activity. Uh, you don't know where you're going, and uh, uh, you may not have that. It could block it out. And they all look at me like I'm nuts. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. Until exactly. it happens the first time to them. Yeah, well, uh, that's, uh, and, and sometimes it gives uh, false readings, and uh, you know, don't want to go over a cliff or something. Yes, it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. yes, it does. Yeah, yes, it, no. It, 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 yeah, reading reading the old paper maps with twelve fingers really works. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, hold on to it better with twelve fingers. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, uh, I, I'm aware of the the eleven year sun cycle and. As a as a ham radio operator, we we talk about that, and I know the propagation has been really good for us because of all the uh, uh, particulate matter in floating around out there now. Uh, right, and and, uh, and uh, yeah, there, there's there's a great website that your listeners can follow and for yourself too on knowing when storms are going to hit the earth. It's spaceweather.com. And there's a link on my website under breaking news, and my website is wondersofastronomy.com. And really, spaceweather.com is looking at the sun, um, sources are looking at the sun 24-7, because now we have satellites up in space, uh, orbiting the Earth, looking yeah. at the sun, um, as as opposed to the early days when it was a cloudy sky, you'd be looking at the sky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the sun. So now they're really studying it. They're, it gives you warnings when they... Um, a geomagnetic storm is going to hit the earth, even a, a radio storm, which talks on hand radios. And yeah, uh, yeah it's a great site to uh, to monitor. And we have, uh, is, that, is that out put out by like the National Weather Bureau or anything like this? Or who sponsors that I, I website? Think, I, I think it's, it's through NOAA. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got it. It's not a true government website because it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's not a gov. Uh, it's yeah. not .gov. But yeah. uh, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful website, and yeah. uh, pilots and everything use that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking they're doing a lot more study of the sun, and that that's kind of been not as Im- high a priority as it probably should be, isn't it? Exactly. It was back in 1989. It was March 13th of 89. I was living back in uh, Montreal, Quebec, and we had a power failure for a few hours. And I'm not sure if the uh, part of Ontario, and I think part of uh, New York State, too, had a power failure. Well, people thought, oh, yeah, you know, it's hard to go back. They don't know what they're doing. Back in 89, of course. Uh, <laughs> but Scandinavia also had a power failure at the same time. A large magnetic storm hit the earth yeah. and really, you know, I wouldn't say fried. Well, somebody fried the wires because some transformers melted. Right. And since then, now the sun's really been looked at. Well, that was go back to that was basically a, a, a small EMP that hit the Earth at that time, wasn't it? So it would be something like that, yeah, yeah. for sure. And then even if you go back to uh, 1859, the Carrington event, when a major, major solar flare hit the mm. Earth, not knowing what was happening. Uh, of course, then only your messages would 
would uh, go on the telex and teletype uh, yeah. across the line. Right. They're actually able to unhook the batteries, and the messages would still go through. Wow. Oh. That's kind of that amazing. amazing. So if something like that hits the earth, which is always a possibility, that would put us back to the days where you have to to dig your own outhouse again. I uh, I remember hearing about the or reading about the Carrington. Uh, uh, I remember reading about that and some of the yeah, stuff that and, affects. And even some, and even some uh, reports are that uh, the the um, the paper, some of the machines caught fire because mm. of the voltage that was coming yeah. down. Wow! And some of the operators even got a shock. Wow! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Power of the sun, ninety-three million miles away. Big, Again, that was my wow factor, or be bitten by the bug. Yeah, the big size of the sun, the distance, the temperatures, phenomenal. Big, yeah. big electrical overload there. You know, <laughs> it, it sure was. But but now that the sun is being monitored, they know when these things are coming. And, yeah, and yeah. can uh, adjust uh, whatever they have to do. Ho- hopefully, protect yourself and your whatever you've got that you need to protect. It. Uh, hopefully, you get enough time. Okay, yeah, because so. if if because everything we like, everything we use, everything, even medical devices, everything, yeah, absolutely, yeah. If that ever went down, yeah. we're we're in trouble. Yeah, I got a question. This may be outside of your knowledge because it has to do a little more with biology. But do those flares do they have an effect on us, our bodies, or anything like that? No, I don't think really has an effect on our bodies, except just the UV radiation coming from the sun. And that's one, one good thing that the Earth's atmosphere does is protects us from the UV, although we still get about 2%. That's why we get sunburns. Sure. But if you're up in space, mm-hmm. being an astronaut, whatever, you don't have any kind of protection at all. Mm-hmm. So during massive flares, um, the uh, astronauts on the ISS have to go uh, a shelter in place. Even if you go back to the Apollo missions, after Apollo 16 landed, Apollo 17 was supposed to do blast off a couple, a couple of weeks later. Delayed, they delayed that for uh, one or two weeks because a major solar flare was coming toward the Earth. It was estimated that if the three astronauts would have been in space during that massive solar flare, they would have died. Uh, uh, they'd, have got, they'd have got fried, basically. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they were. So uh, thank goodness that did not happen. Right. Well, thank goodness we knew it was coming, so we didn't yeah. send anybody out there. Yes. What year? What year was that again? Um, well, Apollo sixteen and seventeen. Okay. Seventeen was nineteen seventy-two. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that we didn't even have the massive computers then, you know, or any of that stuff. No. No, no, no. But um, they they knew, you know, a bit about the sun at all, and more sunspots, more chance of solar flares. Yeah. So. Solar max, I think, was right at right at the peak. So, pretty well, uh, everything was lined up. The sun that the sun was going to be angry and just happened to be between the two missions. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Um, and folks that are willing to get up at four oh nine in the morning, <laughs> they can see this eclipse. I, 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 I've one I've one last question before. You know, where, where are you calling from? You're calling in today. Where are you calling from? Yeah, I live in South Mountain, Ontario, and that's about 30 miles south of Ottawa. Okay. Um, I'm close to the St. Lawrence River. In fact, I can be in Augsburg, New York, in about 20 minutes. Okay. Living in the beautiful countryside. I'm retired now. Um, surrounded by cornfield, not mine, but uh, Milky Way on clear moonless nights and just uh, living the good life. Yeah, very good. And my wife and I just celebrated our 40th, 
40th wedding anniversary a couple of weeks ago. So. Congrat- congratulations. Very understanding you know, if you would have called that in, you could yeah. have got some. Uh, they have a giveaway for anniversaries once el- a month. You could have been eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home if you had sent that in. So remember hey, that. Hey, 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 50 bucks U.S. is about $179 Canadian. <laughs> Hey, uh, by by the way, they 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 do serve Molsons down here. I just want to let you know that. So, okay, All right, it's man. a little joke, but yeah. uh, well, <laughs> Gary, thanks again for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we'll get in touch the next time we have one of these events. I I enjoyed talking yeah, with you very much today. So yeah, thank you. Uh, just to let you know, next month Mars is going to be close to the Earth Ooh. on December the eighth, and on the night of December seventh. Look at the at the real bright moon. You're going to see Mars to the left. And over the course of the next hour or so, the moon will cover Mars. So wow. a beautiful, bright event, night of December 7th. Very good. Wow. Well, man, once again, thanks for joining us. Thank you thanks very much. On. We'll be in Take touch. There's guys. All right. Um, um, song time? Yeah, it's song time. Um, that, I, I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, let me see. We'll do the first one. Is this now? Let me grab something here. Let's. Okay, this time we're going to give away our prize based on this. So you need to you need to be smart. Rusty, it's eleven o'clock already. I see your. Nobody change like... the clock, okay, Fred? Well, whose responsibility is that? It's not mine. It's beyond my pay grade. You know the problem with that clock. Is it's up there high in the enough wrong, it's that in the nobody, wrong spot. Yeah, yeah, nobody can reach it without getting on the chair you and crawl all over everything? To we get got it, people yeah. that shouldn't be tra- crawling on chairs. In this Me building. for one. Yeah. So we got three scratch offs from the Hoosier Lottery that we're going to put on this song. If you know, what do you want? The author, the band, or the song itself? Band. Okay. This is the band. It should be pretty easy. You should well, be able to recognize. They should band all be easy style. today. I don't know about that, Fred. But anyway, um, this, we want the artist. And if you can do that, you win three scratch-offs from the Hoosier Lottery. So make sure you call. It's 574-936-4096. 574-936-4096. If you know the band that is playing this song, three lottery tickets on the line.
Okay, I think we think we got a winner. So uh, hang on, I gotta drag that down. And winner, uh, who is that? I, I hope you're a winner. Caller, you're on the Ooh, air. Me? Yes. Who is who's the oh. band? Doctor Hook. No, oh, that's no, no, it's not. That's a great guess, though. <sighs> I, I thought it was. No, you're sure. no, you're close. I would have thought that too. This is a very you're, different. You're within a hundred miles of oh, it. Oh yeah, you are close. But uh, okay. Um, this I got to be honest with you. I I agree with you on this. That sounds exactly well, like yeah, yeah. exactly like mm-hmm. um, it's a completely different style for this band. But uh, what's your name? Lady. Okay, you are the winner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you for for uh, the old college try. So uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you you are our winner. So you got three scratch-offs from the Hoosier Lottery waiting for you. And so okay. uh, just come pick them up. I'll do that. Huh? Chicago. 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 Oh, yeah, Chicago. you're right. Chicago, yeah. really? Yeah, it's yeah. Chicago. Different, different yeah, it surprised me when I it surprised me when they uh when I uh, was listening to us. This is Chicago. Yeah. Wow. A lot yeah. different. A lot different than their normal style. Really? Yeah. Uh, your name again? Randy. Randy. Okay, Randy. Uh, those are under the name of Randy, so just make sure you uh, give the right name. You'll get your tickets. I'll stop by. All right, man. Thanks for playing our game. Thank you. Mm, bye. Bye. Well, I, you know what? He's right. That's so, I didn't think of that, it but it not, sounds it just did, like them. It did not sound like anything. It doesn't I sound heard. like Chicago. No. Hey, I want to do a quick, real quick follow-up sure. from our, our guest. Uh, I was floating around here on uh, Google, and we were on break, and uh, a huge solar flare just hit Earth today, and it caused blackouts in Australia and New Zealand. So this is a follow-up. It's a real thing. A real thing. Real thing. Dangerous M5-class M5 class solar flare hit the Earth today, causing a radio blackout. In Australia and New Zealand, it cool. does happen. Yes, it does. So, all right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local, family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. The Co-Alliance commitment to deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched. Co-Alliance is owned by local farmers, and they deliver on the principles of hard work, dependability, and trust. It's not by chance that they've been around for nearly 100 years. It's because of their commitment to the customer. Earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to Co-Alliance Propane. Call 317-324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn more. 
It's the first United Church of Christ annual Bethlehem Market. Homemade bakery and sweet shop, handmade crafts and art by local crafters and artists. All ready for your holiday giving. And it's all happening Saturday, November 12th from 8.30 to 2 p.m. There's hourly door prizes and you must be present to win. And don't miss out on the delicious food, wonderful crafts and just plain fun at the First United Methodist Church of Christ Bethlehem Market, Saturday, November 12th at 321 North Center Street in Plymouth. Don't forget, it's from 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. for more information or booth rental. Call 574-936-3010 or Lily Myers at 574-936-2439 today. Plymouth, Surf's fiber internet is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Get one gig speed and two free Eero whole home Wi-Fi routers for only $85 a month. No contract and free installation at a price that's locked in for life. That's right. The price you pay today won't jump up each year like cable. We're expanding to more neighborhoods every day. So visit surfinternet.com to check your address or call 844-955-SURF for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. Hey, guys. This is Kenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that Auto Trader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with Auto Trader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on Auto Trader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. If we vote for you, do you promise to be upright, decent, honest, to have our best interests at heart? You understand why we don't believe you. You're way too easy to see through. Not the best places to voice be heard. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. Inside your ivory tower Teaching us not to be smart Making laws that serve to Ever hear the specials? I think I just did, didn't I? That's my vote for me song. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, this this guy we just had on here doesn't he he comes he's been coming on once in a while right he's been on once in a while yeah do you have a walk up song for him mm, not that I know of no well don't you think you ought to have one my well, I, I don't know a lead in song for him what are you suggesting well uh, I don't know uh, um, well we probably couldn't use the X Files. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Uh, <laughs> Ground control to Major Tom. 
Well, it's a little more action. Something more, a little more. Commencing countdown engines on. Come on, do it with me. Check I don't know the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics. And may God's love be with you. I was never a big David Bowie fan, but oh, that's all right. Huge Bowie fan. I He's, thought you were a Shakespeare fan. Uh, not, Shakespeare didn't write music. He wrote sonnets. Well, how many different things can you be a big fan of? You only got 24 hours in a day. Come on. I got a lot of big fan things. I'm a big fan guy. Oh, I thought you said big band. I was going to ask you how Tommy Dorsey's doing lately. So Somebody asked me what my dream band was. And, you know, I, from this particular person, I get nothing but old jokes. Oh. And I said Glenn Miller Orchestra. That's, they were that good. They were good. Yes, they were very good. They wrote yeah. a couple of yeah. Glenn yeah. Miller Moonlight Serenade is one of the yeah. most wonderful pieces of music I've ever heard. Hey, that would that could be his lead-in song. Oh, Moonlight Serenade. Yes, there that would go. be great, wouldn't that, it? Yeah, that is. I that, like that better. I really like that. So I, and the other one, uh, In the Mood. Yeah. Herb. Yeah, is I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, In the Mood. Is it In the Mood? Yeah. I think that should be his lead-in song, though. Moonlight Serenade. Oh, it's uh, well. He's yeah. you know, I mean, he's retired, so it kind of fits in. There with, you uh, go. Even though he's not old enough to be in that age bracket, it does but he fit. is Canadian, so you know, I mean, that's a. Uh, Ready. I was, was going to ask him if he hung up the hockey sticks yet or not, but I didn't. It's funny. He's, obviously, he was born and raised everything in Ottawa. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, oh. beauty. It is Mars. Yeah, so <laughs> get out. No way. Right. He's in for a, a, he's got to do something in the long winter up there. There's a moose in the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's get out. There, there could be. Yeah. <laughs> so, you ever seen, uh, if, if you see a squirrel with him, get nervous. Um, we should, <laughs> we should, we should mention that uh, there is an election tomorrow. As much as we've all tried to forget it. It is going to happen, and uh, you need to get out and vote. This is, you know, you can, once you again. can vote at the, you can still vote at the courthouse. Oh yeah, uh, today I think till today? noon. Till okay. noon, I think it's till All noon. Right. Um, so if you want to get in there at your own convenience yeah. until noon, I mean, obviously you got about an hour. Or no, two hours. Polls open hour. uh, six a.m. to six p.m. And I believe you can vote if you're registered in the county. I believe you can vote anywhere in the anywhere county. Anywhere in now. the county. Yeah. Yep. They have vote so centers. Vote centers now. Yes, correct. So if you're at work near, say, Knights of Columbus, you can drop in yeah. there uh, and vote. Even, even, if you, if, even if you live in Tippecanoe or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah. If you live in the county, you can drop in at any one of the vote centers and cast your yeah. vote, which I think is a great thing. Yeah. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, it's it is. Uh, I think it's going to get more people to vote. I I definitely uh, think it has to have gotten more people to vote. I, this I is think it's more convenient. I mean, think about it. You're at work, you're there till 5:30. Are you going to go vote? I think the $5 bill and the pint of whiskey which I mentioned the last time was in works pretty good too. Or at least it did for one of my former deceased co-workers that uh grew up in southern Indiana. Well, anyway, don't so. uh don't don't give anybody around here an idea because I can think of several people who would use that as a uh, an election tool. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I used I I've been one of those people who was happy for local elections because there wasn't the, the you know what and yeah. guess what that all changed. Yeah. 
We are right there with everybody else. Thank goodness. Yes, we are. And I have said it before. It's amazing that in a country where the greatest right is the ability to cast a vote, I now dread any election. that I, I see it coming. I'm like, oh, my God. i got to start mentally preparing months in advance for all the negative, hateful crap we're going to have to deal with. I have a question. I'm, you know, I'm kind of not the brightest person in the world. I'll be the first one to tell you that. But, you know, I sit there, and I'm, and I'm not taking one political side or the other. Oh, no. Statement. I was just kind of curious. You know, we had uh, all the election deniers from 2020. Yeah. Now, the ones that are running for office this time, because I understand that a lot of them have now decided to run for office, if they win, do they deny their own election? Uh, well, you know. You know, that's a... As long as you win, you... you yeah, but, but see, this are, are, they, are, are those elections allowed to be denied, too? Well, I'm sure. Depends on who you are. Well, I mean, you know. I, you, know, <laughs> you know, I just had to throw that out. I... I I, I, I just look at sometimes I look at the weird the weirdness of stuff and I just well you know if it's good you know okay let's just let's see what happens. Uh, the the okay I'm gonna make this analogy and it, you know it's possible you can accuse me of making apples to oranges, but it's my context like on life. It's yeah. my context on life, and I'm not gonna deny if you call this apples to oranges, but I just don't think it is logically speaking. I'm going to, I've said this before on this very show. There has never, ever, ever in the history of the game been a losing basketball team. It's always the ref's fault. Or Absolutely. the other team yeah. cheated. That is always, there's, you know, you could lose by 70 points. Well, the refs were terrible. Yeah. It's their fault. We have a great team. You know, and that's what I'm saying. This is exactly I only the shot, same I only mindset. shot O for the whole yeah, game, but I that doesn't I mean I didn't anything. hit a shot, yeah. but that was that was the ref's fault because I got fouled every yeah. time. You know, and that's I, I, I enjoy that's the, the mentality. I, I get cracked up at the hypocrisy of something. Oh, my goodness. You know, yeah. and I mean, because you've got to poke fun at it. Well, yeah. Or at least I do, but that's unfortunately my... I would like to. My family's genetics. Uh, I would does like that. to, but I don't publicly because I know what's yeah, going to happen to me. Depending on who I'm talking to, well, it really, doesn't matter one way or the other. I'm really, going to catch it. I don't really care. So, I, I that's a nice thing about getting old. You don't care <sighs> about some things. See, I just care because I don't. I care because I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't. Uh, Oh, I'm, I'm just I hate elections, and I, to, I and that's sad to me to get, that I do. To get off of that, I uh, sure. last Let's night I uh, I went up to I got invited to the uh, Cornhuskers banquet. Oh, good uh, for you! This will yeah. be the next year. It will be moved to Napa yeah. E. Oh, a, good for you! There you farmers, go. The farm the, the 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 they're moving it to Napa E. Uh, people over there want it. Guyers have had it at their farm for I believe nine years. Sure, and it's. <laughs> unbelievably amount of work that goes in involved oh, with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they promoted it Rentown Days and they're at Winnemac and yeah. you know, I mean different places that sure. they promote this at and but anyway, uh, they have a they they dedicated a team award. Uh, they had two guys who won the, the team corn husking award. 
And uh, it is now named the Al Birch Award. Al was a longtime oh, ag yeah. teacher sure. at LaVille. La and Great he was guy. And he was there, and his wife, Linda, were there yeah. last night. And there's pictures that will probably show up different places of, of the, the two winners and Al. Uh, he's not a kid anymore, my <laughs> long shot. No. Uh, but it, it was, uh, I thought it was a nice gesture that the uh I think they it's did great. that so he should and get I, some and recognition I, and i and i yeah i mean he's done he's done, done so lot. many things over the yeah. years you know and he 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 did coach uh yeah. at laville uh some different sports and so the team award is more appropriate as the yeah. coaching background as yeah. well but uh uh everything went pretty well last night and the food was excellent and lots of it where was uh, it at uh it was at the Davenport Farm on First Road. Okay. They have a uh, an area in there that's uh, that's been finished off, and then it's been there the last c couple of years. They've had it there. Davenport's uh, cooked the meat, provide all you know. Yeah. There's there's so many people that pitch in for this thing and help. It's just. Um, well, it's a national it's nice event. To, yeah, it is, and and they had kids, they had people go to the nationals. They had. Uh, a couple finish in the top ten, yeah. but uh, it's so nice to see everybody pitch in for a project and work together. Now, quickly remind folks what the project is. This is the corn husking. This is a state corn husking yeah. championship. You have to get so many pounds, and you get docked if you have uh, uh, still have shucks and stuff. You know the 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 uh, shucks still on the right corn. You just don't pick it, and you got to shuck it at the same time. And, Throw it in a, uh, you toss it up in a, a uh, wagon. Yep. Uh, some of this was uh, horse drawn, big draft horses. Right. Uh, I think there was one or two tractors there too. Somebody had. Uh, anyway, they have it at the first. It's the first uh, Saturday in October, but it will be moved to Napanee, and the farm that's going to be on at Napanee had it a number of years ago for a while, and the grandfather of the family of the farm had it when he was much younger and he's passed away and right now i think the, the next generation or next two generations want to want to get it back want to get yeah. it back for a while and i'm you know that's a guy that's a big inconvenience for for guyers to have all that stuff up there and, yeah it is and arrange everything and and uh, and they've been very very generous been a lot of generous people on this whole thing so anyway that's where i was at last night uh yeah. I popped in and uh, and uh, got to see Al and Linda for the first time in a while, and uh, uh, but he is uh, finally got something you know that uh, named after him. Yeah, that's cool. So, I think that's neat because he, he once again he's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, so anyway, uh, what do you got going this week? Anything? What I got going this week? In basketball this week? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It's it, uh, it's. Uh, you have to look at your calendar like yeah, me. Yeah, I do. I don't. Somebody said, "Well, I don't plan ahead." Yeah, I don't plan ahead. I know we got Saturday Michigan City girls basketball against Plymouth. Here, here, there. It's here. Oh. Um, luckily, the girls have a lot of uh, a, a lot of home games early because last year they were on the road for almost the entire. Oh, I get it. First two months. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's the tough. way the schedule rotates is they 
Next year, on, next year they'll be on the road. Next year they'll be on yeah, the road yeah, early for a bunch of. But they're at least home this time, so you know I get out and see them. It's a pretty good team. They, they're uh, going to be solid. They play an afternoon or evening. Uh, they're playing night, I think Saturday. Let me take a quick look. No, it's noon. Uh, twelve thirty. No, oh. I think it's twelve thirty. JV start. Okay. So uh, varsity will be right after that. But yeah, they do well. Uh, you want to play another song? We can do we that. Got, we got two more to Yeah, we to got two more. Let's, let's go ahead and play another song. If you know the, uh, what do you want, artist? Oh, or? yeah. Okay, it's artist again. I can't figure out your theme on this one. but Oh, you uh, should be able to figure it out. Eh, I guess we'll figure it out. This one should be easy. So let's see. It should be. Let's see what happens. If you know the artist doing this song, please give us a call. 574-936-4096. All you win is the joy of saying you won. So uh, bragging, bragging rights. Yes, you get bragging rights. You can tell everybody you won this game. So, hang on, we got it right, uh, right now. If you know the, uh, if you know the author, actually the group singing this song, you don't have to go so as far as author. Yeah. Uh, give us a call nine three six four zero nine six. It's five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Don't, don't. 
Well, you just fight fine. You get what you Stumped everybody. Stumped the band. Oh, no, you didn't stump everybody. We have a text. Oh, we have a text? Oh, yeah. great. Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones. Absolutely 100% right. Well, I, Absolutely. Yes, yes. I'm glad somebody did that because I know Johnny That's Carson's a, been dead for a long time now, and I didn't want to still stump the band. That's so. a classic. It is. That's it really, yeah, it a is. V- beginning song of one of my favorite movies, the big, the big Chill. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, and the scene it's in is really interesting that they chose. Yeah, that, that was that was a, kind of a strange movie in a way. Well, in some way, it, 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 it hit home to a lot of us. Yes, it did. That's what I meant. It was kind of it was a little unstrange. You know, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, that's uh, that. Is, that movie is uh, somewhat moving in yeah, a lot of ways. Very moving. Yeah, in a you, lot. Have and to, you, you have to look at yourself and a lot of things after that. And there's a lot of folks that could identify with that. I mean, granted, there's a certain age group. Yeah, Anybody can get, get something it. out of it if you want to understand yeah. this period in history. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of us who got been, more than that out I of it. I haven't seen that up for a while. I. Uh, Oh, I, people don't talk about it anymore, but I thought it was a really great movie. Yeah, it was. They had uh, a lot of great, great talent of, in that. Yeah, they did. Kevin uh, Costner and be- before uh, they be- Hurt. Before they became really big well, talent. You know? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a trivia question. Kevin Costner wasn't in it because he was the guy at the beginning that they're he's getting the together. Guy, right? because, yeah, he's, he's the dead, dead guy. guy. Yeah. He got cut out of the movie. Yeah. That shows yeah. you how many stars were in this thing. He got yeah. cut out of the movie. Yeah. So uh, why don't we go to quick break? All right, and we'll be right. Are back. Are we going for word from our sponsor? Yeah, we're going for a word from our sponsor. So stay tuned. Marshall County Council District Three voters have a clear choice on November eighth. Mark Gidley will represent all the residents of Polk. North and Center Hey Plymouth, five, Surf's Fiber six, Internet seven. is more reliable and 25 times faster than cable. Get one gig speed and two free Eero whole home Wi-Fi routers for only $85 a month. No contract and free installation at a price that's locked in for life. That's right. The price you pay today won't jump up each year like cable. We're expanding to more neighborhoods every day. So visit surfinternet.com to check your address or call 
surf for details. That's 844-955-SURF. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. are open now. Call 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. That's what we need. The politics of dancing. The politics of feeling good. Politics are everywhere. Even in, even in corporate, corporate America, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Wouldn't know that no. from all the packs and money. Um, we okay. We I'm going to do this before I forget. Uh, Delta Theta Tau Sorority is having their uh, event today at the Plymouth Hacienda. It's uh, tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. It's election day. Oh, then that's right. Tuesday. You're right. I can't read dates. I heard all the screaming from the front room, so I knew something was wrong. So yeah, Tuesday, November eighth. You know what? Go, you got to carb up to vote. So get out to us and have some lunch and then go to the polls. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to carb up. You got to be ready for it. Or, or go out in the evening. Uh, uh, afterwards. A- afterwards, and you yeah. don't have to watch all that stuff on TV. Go after six so you can have a drink to get over it, yeah. too. So that's, uh, anyway, that's coming up tomorrow. So we have, uh, you have to have one of the coupons yeah. for them to get credit for it. You can download it off their uh, website. You can download it off the website. Yeah. And I, we also have them here if you want to come and pick one up but if you're going to hacienda today grab one of those coupons and help out a lot of local charities they support a lot of things uh it's tomorrow yes so did i say today again yes Uh, there are times when i wonder why i'm on this earth 
anyway, that is that, and lottery has hasn't been hit yet. No, it's not. It's almost two billion, which means that it should be probably a little less than a billion in uh, usually about half for a cash payout, and then you might as well figure about forty percent on top of that on taxes. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to end up with just a measly five or six hundred million if you win it all by yourself. You know, just I don't know how you live with that. I yeah, I I've been trying to keep from. I you know really I like I'd like to. I'd like to win the, the billion that way I, I could you know too. like rub elbows with Mark Cuban and you know and some of these people. No, no, no. If I if I won that. It, You'd have to leave town, 90, first of all. Well, don't worry. If I won that, no, nobody would, would ever see or hear from you, me again. Yeah, yeah, I would change your name. Yeah. gone completely. Well, I, would, I would take my money and run out of wherever. I'm not. I'm gone. Yeah, 90% of it would go into... I would set up my whole family with plenty of money to get through their lives. I'm including everybody. Aunts, uncles, everybody. However... Every dime after that would go into some foundation or yeah. something to to dole it out how to much, charity. How much do you need, you know? Exactly. I would probably make a trip to New York and sit down with uh, 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 certain law firms. What? Do I get some? Oh, you want some? Yeah, you're in my list, Jim. You're so, on my list. Um, I would probably f- make a trip to New York real quick and sit down with one of a handful of law firms out there and bury that in so many different places. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, like I say, it there's, would, there's the, you know, I, it's kind of funny. You, 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 I read a lot of uh, stuff on the very wealthy going back even to the start of the country, and you'd be surprised how many things that they control that aren't in their name. They're in somebody else, you know. So nobody knows exactly the, the full amount of, what somebody has like i said it would all go into a foundation yeah. i would disappear yeah. and you know what i've i've heard these numbers i don't know if they're true or not but they say you could end world hunger for a billion dollars uh and whether that's true or not think about it i would be totally anonymous i wouldn't want anybody to know that i had given this money to anybody well, look but at, uh, how much would it mean to you to be the guy who anonymously, without any credit, ended hunger. Yeah. I can't imagine anything more worthwhile. I think it would be. I think it might take more than a billion because I mean, look oh, at I'm how sure much, it would. Look at how much money uh, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates have right. pumped into providing clean water, right. you know, and the stuff they do. Yeah, and uh, I they I, still haven't done that. And uh, so. I know it would be. It would take more, but I, I, I didn't. I, that's what it says online. You could do this with a billion. You know what? You could set up a college fund for how many people yeah. and pay their entire college correct. credit. Absolutely I mean, correct. you could do all kinds of things with that money yeah. that would help the world. And I just, and and I, like I said, I'd disappear. Yeah. The money would get doled out, but nobody would know where it came from. Yeah. Or at least the person yeah. that had contributed that. Um, and so, oh, I'm sorry. We need to give credit to our uh, our uh, caller who knew Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. It was Painter Frank, friend Great. of the show. Great. 
not one-time listener, all-time listener. Great. So, thank, thank you, Thank you for uh, contacting Thanks us. Thanks for playing our game. Sometimes we think nobody's out there. <laughs> we know nobody's That's out usually there. usually when we start talking about... Uh, so, are you going to hide your money or are you going to give it away? Uh, I will... I would bury a bunch of it, and through that, I would set the trust up. Yeah, okay, and yeah. I, would, I got I that. Would, I would pull a little bit of a Ben Franklin here. And uh, no, I'm not going to be the father of the of the country in more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, if history majors know that, but I would pull a little bit of a Ben Franklin. I uh, I would bury it, and I would insist that only a part of that return on my investment was spent each year, and the additional would be reinvested so it would grow. So it grows. So you could continue it ben, for a long Ben time. Franklin, when yeah. he passed away, he left like a thousand dollars in three different funds in for Philadelphia. And Penn Square, uh, some of the things that are built in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania derive from that because that thousand that he left had a stipulation that the interest was reinvested and it was not to be touched for 200 years. <laughs> and what he, what he did is he gave the world an example of compound investing uh the eighth wonder of the world i believe somebody stated at one time well and uh uh providing the sun doesn't burn us out or something like that can you imagine even a half a million in what it would you know how rules, much you the rule do. yeah yeah at 12 percent the rule 72 is every six years at 10 you're looking at about eight uh nine you're looking or nine Eight, you're looking at about nine years. So you just flip that over. How many times you could you could reinvest it and reinvest it and reinvest it? And as as uh, the late Senator Everett Dirksen from from Illinois used to say, a billion here and a billion there, and pretty soon it adds up to something. <laughs> but it would be an astronomical amount. I'd be long gone. Nobody would even know who I. You know, anything. Yeah, I don't billion dollars you could i mean I, it's, I would, it's it's not it's it's not infinite by any chance i would uh, challenge somebody to spend it well, in a certain amount of time i mean say you got a week yeah. spend a billion now you can waste it throw it all away on one bad investment and spend it all you just go to some place with a couple brass poles and you know loud music and and everybody would have a good, well, maybe not everybody. For a billion dollars? That's a heck of a no. good time for a billion no. dollars. But there's, you know, there's all <laughs> sorts of stuff. I mean, you know, you, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. You're right. You know. um, we got another song. You want to do that? Uh, yeah. You want to talk about the TRC real We quick? can do it. Uh, let's do How do you want to yeah, do this? Do the song and then the come song back. First and just mention, come back and do that. Just mention what's yeah. going to be in TRC. So uh, if you know who is doing this, this ought to be easy. Should be. He's yeah. one of my favorite. Really? Oh, yeah. I like, that surprises yeah. No, no, me. No, no, no. no. I, I've seen three concerts. From so. the man who knows Captain Stubby. This is this is one of your favorites. I have a wide range. Obviously. Of music. Obviously. I, I, like to, I like to listen to the three tenors sometimes, too. Don't fall off your chair and hit your head now. I don't I'm, mind you listen to. I understand why. I'm just like this is this is, if this is one of your favorites. I'm, oh, when I'm, I'm when I'm picking songs for this for this, 
and I get up there on YouTube and I start, I can sit there for six or seven. Oh, eight yeah. Hours, minus the, the, the potty breaks, of course. Yeah. But I get in there and it's like, I just, I really enjoy myself when I'm sitting in there doing that. All right. So let's go. Let's go. You want uh, oh artists? Artists, absolutely. Artists. So if you know the artists of this song, give us a call five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. You get the joy of knowing you were right. So uh, five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. You know what? You stumped the crowd again. This one doesn't surprise me. Oh, Painter Frank knows who it is. I assume so. I thank knew you, he you. would know. Thank you, Painter Frank. Alice Cooper. Absolutely. Elected is the song. And, you know what? and, the, theme, and the theme of the day is? Elected, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so well, I, it's the elections tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you had... I forgot to look. Elections tomorrow. Get out and vote for your favorite candidate. And honestly, use use your vote. I mean, I know that I'm disgusted, and and we're all disgusted. But you got to try. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Is who's the, I got to try. Who was the one that said... Uh, if you Essentially, the old saying was, if you don't vote, you're uh, being... Uh, Governed by inferiors. Uh, was that uh, was that one of the Greeks? I believe Plato or one one of those. Once again, if if you're uh, if you don't exercise your vote, you're guaranteed to be governed by uh, your inferiors. Oh, wow. something like that. I believe that was a. I think that went back to. I think that went back to Greece. I'm not sure. I remember seeing that. It pops up every so often. Usually around election time for some unknown reason. Uh, but uh, uh, 
So you got much going this week then? Oh, I got nothing going on. Well, I, I, the basketball, girls basketball, yeah. but uh, what else do I have? Well, election tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we have a TRC meeting tomorrow. You do? What's, yeah. What's going on at the TRC? Because this is where uh, you see. This you want to know if Culver's is coming to town? <laughs> Come to the TRC meeting and uh, hear what's Culver's going on. Culver's is already here. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. We got, uh, <laughs> this is, well, it's on the the agenda, so I guess it's public now, supposedly. Sure. Uh, Scooter's Coffee's coming in and yeah. talking about... Uh, uh, putting a coffee shop in on North Michigan Street. Yeah, uh, we have a site development uh, coming back in. They were in once already uh, on the uh, corner of East Jefferson and Simon, which would be where the Clark Station one time set next to the Huddle right. Grill. Yeah. that yeah. area because the gentleman that owns the Clark Station property. Owns the house behind it on Simon's. Sure, yeah, he does. Uh, that's come in a couple. That's come in once before. I have no idea what's on the discussion. And then we have a a minor subdivision. Uh, Fall Stitch is bringing a minor subdivision in, and they were in once on a property split, I believe. They were in once before, on, and I think they went before the planning commission. Okay, and got something approved. So I don't. I, I assume they want to change whatever they wanted to do there. Sure. So. Uh, nothing major, you know. Nothing earth shattering. Um, uh, Neiman Marcus isn't coming to town. <laughs> we're not going to get. We're not going to get a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah Amazon isn't going to show up with a warehouse. Well, not yet. Anyway. Yeah. Probably because we don't have enough. Uh, we don't have a large enough track of land to develop for to develop for them. Mm. That would be a, the biggest issue. And where are the? I mean, where are you going to get workers? Because those places. Well, are they're going into Elkhart. Where are you going to get? You know, of course, if the RV industries uh, take it, take a dump, say, yeah, slow down. You're going to get some from there until they pick up again, and then yeah. you're going to lose everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so. Well, that's a, you, you got nothing else. I got nothing else. I really don't think so. I, I you know, this was kind of like, well, what do we got going on here? And and uh, I honestly, the this week so far uh, is pretty open, and that doesn't happen very often. Well, that's good. And it usually closes up pretty fast. Yeah. Whenever I think, wow, I got a couple of days, and all of a sudden, hey, I got this. Oh, got that. And no, exactly what you're saying. You think get, everything's uh, going to be cool, and then it's uh, not cool anymore. Oh, uh, one, uh, one plug: uh, the uh, Rochester FOP is uh, having their semi-annual gun show at the historical society down there on saturday i think it starts at eight uh the proceeds go to the uh fop cool uh got a fort wayne ham fest coming up uh, okay. the third saturday and sunday of the month uh fort wayne um didn't think anything else that's about it i think from at least for me anyway all right i got nothing other than uh to uh Go straight to. Hey, I got one last question okay, for you, before sure. you go there. Yeah, uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you Wednesday. You know, you're on Michigan Street. I didn't have anybody in my neighborhood for Halloween at all. I yeah. mean, nothing. Sure, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen anybody dressed up over there in probably ten years at least. Really? Yeah. Okay. I just now during trick or treat times, I I kind of left and you know and come up and I went down come up jefferson and turn mm -hmm. right and went north on michigan street mm -hmm. 
Uh, how bad did you get slammed on Halloween? Not as bad as last year. Last year, I actually had I was ordered to leave the house and buy more candy. Oh, yeah. This year we had yeah, enough. enough. Okay, yeah. I, I was just curious because <clears throat> I don't know if they're just hitting certain areas or. Well, Michigan Street. I mean, come on. It's a constant. It's like a parade on yeah, both it, sides. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it was. And I get it. Everybody down there, too, has their light on. Everybody's trying yeah. help giving kids stuff. So, you know, and my wife stood out in the rain by the end of the fence and in an umbrella handed out all the candy. Was, now, she, was she dressed appropriately uh, for Halloween? She would have been. However, because of the rain, she didn't bring out one of our costumes. Uh, but she normally is dressed up and out there. And, you know, once Are you guys again, dressed like Mon Paul Kettle or anything? You out there with her, too? No, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a candy giver. I'm okay. a candy eater. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. But she, like I said, she's kind of the patron saint of she loves Halloween. She well, loves dressing up. She loves all that. And I, and I used to, but yeah. I'm so old now. I I just can't think of anything to dress up as anymore. I mean, this year I was. <laughs> I think the last this year I was going to go as the Unabomber, but I think that might be uh, a bad uh, choice. <laughs> well, you got the beard for it. I got. You ought to see you know, me when I pull my hoodie up. I, I got uh, the Unabomber vibe I, uh, going the on. The last time I went in costume, I went as Billy Martin. At a costume party, and that was when he was doing the light beer commercials. Okay, and he that he claimed that he didn't punch that doggy. You know, it's been a long, long time, time ago. ago. Yes, that's your and that's your been age. a few decades ago. Yeah. And that's the last time I went on it. Anyway, I did want to ask you that if because I oh, didn't, yeah. get, I didn't we, get the chance to you know we got slammed. Now, granted, we bought a little bit extra this year, but she used all but a handful. Of, I mean, literally, nearly every last did you piece get, of candy. Did you get whatever didn't was left over? Didn't get anything. Didn't get anything. Jeez. And you had to go out and buy more, and you still didn't Not get anything? Not this year. Last oh, year, last I had year. to go out and buy more. And yeah. believe me, I got some last year because I had it in my possession as I was... She hides it now because she knows either me or the boys are going to get into it. So she doesn't leave it out in the open anymore. Uh, but yeah, we All right. Slam. Anyway, that's that. I did want to ask that. Talk about candy. You could win candy. Really? You could win, not candy, but a nice sweet treat. If you're one of our birthday winners coming up at the end of the week, uh, four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe on the line. And those are an all-day investment. Those yeah. are those are cupcakes. Yeah. Uh, also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. Doesn't have to be coffee. It can be something else. They got a lot of stuff down there to drink. And uh, also a uh, bouquet of flowers from Cash and Creek. So oh. thank you to all our sponsors. Happy birthday today to Jeremy Cleveland. He is 40. Jeremy, you're in the hat. Also, John Vest is 13. Hope he's not listening to the show because we get contributing to the delinquency. I think if we did, but John, happy birthday to you! You're in the uh, you're in the hat, and you're eligible for our prizes coming up on Friday. I, I think uh, I think Dean Huppert has a birthday. It's either tomorrow or Wednesday. No clue. I did not look close enough. It's pop, but I didn't look. I don't run in those elite circles like you do. Well, I just spent, <laughs> I'd spent a little time over there in that the. the yeah, uh, I know. And Dean's, Dean's I, he's, a guy. He's, he's a good guy. You know, guys. I'm just kidding you. Uh, anniversaries. Uh, today, Darla and John Velo. 
darling John. Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary. 35 years today. And 20 years from Nancy and Mike Bodarp. So happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. Don't think, don't think Mike's going to get put in the hat, but <laughs> the Velos will be in there. And you're eligible for 50 bucks from Deacon Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. So make sure you uh, are listening at the end of the month when we make that drawing. Now it's time for trade post. You can buy some trade giveaway. Four items. Whatever. Uh, Saturday, the First United Church of Christ is having their annual Bethlehem Market from 8.30 to uh, 2 p.m. So make sure you get out to that. Don't forget, warm up Marshall County. Donate your coats. And you can drop those off at Beacon Credit Union, Bellman Oil Company, First Source Bank, uh, Oliver Ford Lincoln, uh, the Pilot News, of course, here at WTCA, Dr. Joel Schumacher, the Family Medicine. You can drop them there. And also at St. Michael's Catholic Church. They take, they take cash donations, too, don't they? Yes, they, they do. If you want to make a cash, they'll take those out and they'll buy new coats to add to the ones they have. Also, coming up on November 14th, it is uh, the SS&P Foundation having an indoor yard sale at the Mentone Baptist Church on Saturday, November 19th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's 206 South Oak Street. There's that. And one more time, nine strands of 25 lights, clear, white, C9, outdoor, $3 each strand or all of them for $25. 10-foot wooden ladder, 20 bucks. New two-light motion sensor light, 20 bucks. A metal shelf unit, 7 bucks. It's a wood grain finish. If you want any of those, 574-936-6809. And that is the trading post for today. Thanks, man. Well, thanks for uh, uh, allowing me in the building. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we didn't fun. have we didn't have security this morning. That's a bummer. Yeah, it's always fun. Yeah, well, they were you know trying to. They were distracted. They were, they were busy getting ready for the election. Yeah, they were distracted. They're off at one of the vote centers. Anyway, uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, folks, for listening. And let me take a quick look on the schedule for tomorrow. Is well, it's Commissioner's Day, and we will also have uh, the PHS class officers. They are having their Veterans Day event coming up on Friday. Yeah, I'm sure. They want yeah. to go over that, and uh, as we said, the commissioners will be in after that. And Kathy will be back. She'll have all the news from today's commissioner's meeting. And until 9 o'clock tomorrow, have yourselves a great day. You're listening to FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA Plymouth. is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The big lead-up is almost over.